Good morning, everyone. Welcome inside another episode of the Green and White Report. I think I just jump scared AJ out of his seat to start off this Sunday morning. We're back. The whole crew's back. And Matt doesn't have a headset. I don't really know what happened there, but we are back and running. The Green and White Report in 2024. My first appearance on the Green and White Report in 2024. I was headed to Evanston, and then I was headed to... Or, and then I was in Florida, um, and apparently AJ was on PTO, which I didn't know we got. So, uh, would you like to address the allegations, my friend? Of being on PTO? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got sick, and uh, <laughs> that was why I wasn't on for one. And then I had some, you know, other obligations I had to take care of the other day. So. You enjoy your PTO? Man, I don't appreciate you, you know, just accusing me of that. Like, I... <laughs> I thought you were dedicated. AJ, I what? thought I thought you were dedicated. No. We're all no, trying no, to get no, PTO. Man, no Jordan Flu. I'm the most, de- I'm the no most dedicated Flugan. man you know. I, g- I gave you two Jordan Flu games for the Northwestern game and Illinois. We're just trying to and we're just trying to figure out your state. secret because uh we would like some PTO. Yeah, do I have to talk to Jeremy? Like what? You got any dirt <laughs> on him that you use to just get days off? All right. Let's get into it. No days it off, here. AJ. No yeah. days off. <laughs> Let's get into Student it. journalism. There's a lot to get into today, and there's only an hour to do it because Starting at noon, Michigan State men's basketball is on the road. They're taking on Maryland. We're going to be here in the studio calling that one. And I will be joined by a new voice on the Michigan State men's basketball airwaves. And he's joining us right now as well, Tim Marshall. How you guys doing today? We're doing good, man. We're doing, we are doing good. Uh, hopefully, did the Celtics play today? Uh, yeah, they play the Rockets. Okay, hopefully they don't get beat by seas. as many as the last time I called a Michigan State game with a Boston guy because uh, Joe Des yeah. and I were there and they were down by like 50 to the Bucks that night Oh, that was when we were in Champagne. Yeah, Can we talk about tough. how we've lost our lovely producer Joe Des for the afternoon? Bostonian women's basketball beat reporter. And just like that, we replace him <laughs> with, with another Boston, with a Boston women's basketball beat reporter. Joey, Welcome wherever you are, man, we miss you. <laughs> Come, Joey. <laughs> Shout out Joe Des. <laughs> Uh, getting ready to call some wrestling on Big Ten Plus oh, against the number one team in the country. Michigan State's taking on Penn State. Uh, Penn State has, I think, five wrestlers ranked number one in their weight class. And I think their lowest rank is 14 in the country that wow. will be wrestling today. So, I, um, good luck to Michigan State. If Michigan State wins a single point, I think that's like, obviously there are not too many moral victories in sports. But at the same time, if you win a single match, that's a moral victory in my mind. I agree. I have no idea. I have no zero. <laughs> I know nothing about college wrestling. Um, uh, I know Penn, Penn State, Iowa, what? Michigan, dogs, Minnesota too. I remember everyone in the Big Ten, dogs. What is with the Big Ten and dominating sports? A very obscure sports like volleyball, Big Ten, the standard, wrestling, the standard. I That's about know. where you're, you're probably going to so, end. Yeah, I mean, but, but Big Ten hockey is kind of the standard. Like, if we're being honest here, six of the seven teams are yeah, pretty, yeah. really good. I'd still give um, it to the Hockey East, though, I think. They, I think they that's a little, I think that's a little bit biased, purist. man. Yeah. Uh, I think there are two teams in the Hockey East that are elite. Yeah. But I think top to bottom, I don't think the Hockey East is better. Than that, the that's Ten. fair. Yeah, there's some bad I teams think, at the bottom. Yeah, the I think, East. like, obviously, when you're looking at BU and BC, like, yeah, elite. Hockey East, NCDC. CCHA, they're all real hockey conferences, not whatever the Big Ten is Correct. with seven teams. Correct. Um, you also have the... Um, and the, put your it, biggest rivalry weekend of the season on Big Ten Plus, even though, hey, Big Ten Plus puts on some quality <laughs> productions, especially Friday night. Um, but hey. that game should have been on. Big, both those games should have been on Oh, I know. People on, people on social media were not very happy uh, with the Big Ten Plus uh, decision there. But hey, we got to... A lot of us were in that, on that crew. So, I got paid um, to be there. Correct. And I watch got paid whatever the to, hell happened on Friday. I got paid to sit in the control room and try to figure out if the third period was ever going to end or if they were just going to fight the entire time. Oh, they should have kept fighting. <laughs> they pretty much did, to be honest with you. Um, but let's we could take that into Michigan State hockey. Friday night, brutal. I they didn't show up in that game. Not great, I Bob. mean, they were like the thing that, and I said this in the very first period. Um, they couldn't. They were sloppy. Their passes weren't connecting. They couldn't hold the blue line on power plays. And then you give Michigan, a what, seven power plays? Something the like number that. one power play offense in the country. They convert on 35% of their power plays. You can't give them men advantage. Well, the bigger issue was not, I mean, we all knew Michigan's power play was elite, and they showed that. Uh, Michigan had the worst penalty kill coming into the weekend in the conference, uh, and Michigan State went 0 for 6. And a big part of that was the fact that they couldn't hold the blue line. 
They just and they, they couldn't they, connect. They, fast. Michigan State showed up for the first five minutes of the game. First five minutes, it was all Michigan State. The last fifty-five minutes, after Michigan State failed to score on their opening power play, and then Michigan answered quickly right when they got back to even strength. That was all she wrote. Michigan State didn't know how to respond. Um, I'm glad they bounced back last night in an absolute barn burner, uh, winning seven-five. But Friday night was. Ugly. It was. Um, it was brutal. I, I do have one thing, though, and I get reminded of this every year, Michigan State heads to Ann Arbor, because it's the only time I watch Michigan hockey. Um, Children of Yost has to be the weirdest student section nickname in all of sport. Yeah, like, it that was, is a weird name. So Rucker McGrory in the post, he did the post game interview on Friday night. And did he, he say something about how the national anthem is like his fight? Like No, that was that was not Rucker that said that. But oh. um, the he said that... He said the children are going to be rocking, and uh, what do you mean by that, Rucker? <laughs> the control room, which Some is Josh, like, uh, Josh Giddy type vibes from that. Okay, 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 okay. Whoa. okay. okay right. Turn the mic off. Anyways, back to the on the ice product. Yesterday was a lot of fun. I don't know if anybody got a chance to actually watch any of that game, but Michigan State was down four to one with about ten minutes left in the second period. They were up 5-4 to four by the end of the second period. They were getting outshot 32-12 to 12 through the first 30 minutes of that match. And the final 10 minutes of that second period, they outshot them 8-0 and scored four goals. What a turnaround. Talk about a comeback. And then they end up finishing it off, what, 7-5, I believe, was the final yeah, score? Yeah, I believe that was the final. And so I think that is going to do enough to keep Michigan State in the top 10 in the country. And also... How big is salvaging three points from this yeah, series in I, terms of Big Ten standings? I said that on air on Friday night of, obviously, tough rivalry weekend. You want to win each weekend. Six points are up for grabs. Um, dropping all three points on Friday night at home now and then having to go back on the road is a hole you do not want to put yourself in. And props to Michigan State for not only finding a way to at least get a point, but to get all three in game two. Um, you split the weekend. I, for such a young team, I wasn't surprised that they dropped a stinker like they did on Friday night, but I'm very happy they were able to bounce back. This is one of the top teams in the country. They have proven that. Um, they haven't played like they played on Friday all year. Games like that happen, um, but I'm happy that they were able to bounce back, and it, it's a real promising that they were able to rally night one night later, come back out, and, I mean, it doesn't get any easier. Minnesota this weekend, uh, oh, yeah. and then Notre Dame the following weekend, and then Michigan again. Is that right? I know that, Minnesota. That sounds correct, yes, because yeah. so, they go to Notre Dame, and then they've got Michigan at home, and then they still have to, or not Michigan at home, Michigan at Ann Arbor and then dueling the D. And then they play Ohio State and Wisconsin. Ohio State there. and then Wisconsin to close in. That Wisconsin series could be for the Big Ten title. Yeah, I mean, Wisconsin still has yet to go to overtime in any of their games this year. They're only two, only two losses in are the Big to, Ten are Michigan in State in East Lansing at home. Or, Michigan State dominated that series. Yeah. Um, but that Wisconsin doesn't mean I necessarily think really that. Good, I was going to say that doesn't mean I think the Michigan State's necessarily going to win the Big Ten. Um, I've maintained that all year. I think this is a very good team, a very talented team, but a team that I don't think is the Big Ten champs. Um, I'd love to see it. It'd be cool. Yeah, I just I mean, don't. I don't see it yet. But I mean, still a good bounce back. Splitting this we weekend series, especially I don't remember the last time they won at Yost. It's been quite a while. They didn't win either game or their only game at Yost last year. Um, and I wouldn't expect Danton Cole to win a game in Ann Arbor. So. If somebody can find that stat for me, he's or maybe, gone, and you're still <laughs> throwing shade no, at Danton Cole. I will forever stand on that soapbox of I. I take full Get credit. It, I take full responsibility for his removal and the rebirth of Michigan State hockey. I take full responsibility. We don't have the cameras here, but I'm pointing to the door at the moment for anyone listening on the radio. You're so, welcome, East Lansing. Let's move away from the ice and to the court. Let's talk some Michigan State women's basketball. They've been really close to a couple of top 20 wins. They got beat at the buzzer by Iowa. They lost late to Ohio State and Columbus. They just haven't been able to finish. And then what happened yesterday? Uh, they just... Besides, they, they didn't shoot it. They, they had shot a six-point quarter. The second, yeah. They was tied in the first, and then they scored six in the second. So. Yeah, I mean, they had 50 points. One of the top offenses in the country scored 50 yeah. against Minnesota. They have... Their offense is kind of relying on the outside, maybe mm -hmm. a little too much. Where yeah. when they get the shots going, they're unbeat. Like they've scored ninety-five plus in yeah. probably ten games a season. But I mean, they just don't have any bigs. I mean, no, Julia Ayrault has been spectacular yeah. this year, but she's a six-one guard. Yeah, I mean, she right. came into college as a point guard, and now she's playing center. Just like LeBron, play the one through five, yeah. baby. <laughs> Stop. Shout out Julia Ayrault, but Julia Ayrault yeah. is basically LeBron James if you think about it. <laughs> 
Now time for your weekly Matt Merrifield does not watch basketball takes. What? Um, <laughs> that's like the best of, of those takes, let's be completely honest. I mean, that's well, saying I mean, something, it, though. Yeah, because you've had some awful ones, dog. Like what? What? Like what? Killian Hayes, dog. Can't, can't <laughs> that was, that's an awful still a dog he had a minus 19 plus minus a couple days ago because uh that's not, Monty, one of our that's impact, not his fault uh, they're just not using him right jack stager texted me and said uh they're killian hayes right. bro you're not said, even a fan of killian hayes bro. i love killian hayes what did stager because say? as he long said, as he's in detroit they are going to continue to stink he said killian hayes masterclass today 17 minutes two points one board five assists one of three field goal and that? a minus 19 uh, that? jack stager that's what i'm saying you, you want to see those numbers come to i am west on thursday night oh yes yeah, dude come to that i was gonna put that in the close uh we are playing thursday night every time PM. we talk about basketball dude you just you take it off the rails bro. matt just, merrifield is going to be putting up a killian hayes performance um on, uh, There's a fifty percent chance I should like every You put on a Killian Hayes performance every time we talk about ball, bro. <laughs> That's a compliment. Thank you. <laughs> all right, but Tim, I just want your thoughts on this team. You've covered this team all year. Mm-hmm. This women's basketball team for Michigan State. Where do they end up? Because they were looking like a tournament team. They still probably are, but that loss to Minnesota doesn't help. I I think they put their themselves in a good spot in the non-conference where they had a lot of good wins. Where they can kind of. Probably not go 500 the rest of the way, win a couple more games, but they, if they have a pretty, they can be pretty average the rest of the way and probably grab like a 10, 10 seed. That's what I think uh, as of now. So if they win a couple more games, get like a six or a seven, that would be great. Uh, it, also, the tournament has a lot to do with the Big Ten tournament has a lot to do yes. with it, with uh, where they can possibly end up seeding wise. Yeah, I mean, the schedule, from what it looks like, gets relatively easy these next couple weeks. I mean, they have Purdue on Wednesday, who isn't great, from what I remember. Um, Michigan isn't as good as they have been this year. No. uh, Especially at home. And Rutgers is awful. Minnesota, you get them back at home. Indiana's good. Ohio State's good. And then it's Michigan, Purdue, Rutgers, Illinois, Wisconsin. All those teams are not particularly great. No, Um, Illinois is pretty solid, but Illinois just lost uh, one of their better players to an injury. But... um, yeah, I mean, besides that, you really don't have a ton left. Ohio State and Indiana, as you mentioned, are both legit, but you don't play Iowa again. I mean, it's... This team is missing, like, a quality win. I think they do need to win one of those ranked games I to agree. really... I think uh, they do if they really want to put themselves higher than, like, an 8 or a 9. Yeah. Um, But, I mean... It's going to be an interesting uh, stretch here to kind of see what they can get done. I mean, as of right now, they're on the season. They're 20th in the net. They're 13 and 5. They've, they're going to have a shot to be decent in this. I mean, out of the Big Ten teams, they're fourth in the net. I mean, Iowa's number five. You're looking at Indiana at 10, Ohio State at 15, Michigan State at 20. And unfortunately, they don't have a Big Ten team at 25 to keep it going with the fives. But they're in a good spot right now. I saw them as an eight in uh, ESPN's latest bracket Mm -hmm. projection. Uh, They had them going to Columbia and taking on Don Staley's squad in the second round if they win their first round game. Tough. but Uh, Yeah, that would be a tough matchup. The the thing that scares me is just... They they don't get enough easy buckets, and I think they need to do more of that, especially in a game. Say you're in a tournament game where there's nerves and it's high stakes. You kind of need to be settled down by a couple inside baskets, and they yeah. really just don't have it. I, I would agree. We'll see if they can do just that, but we're going to step aside, come back, and talk NFL playoffs with our NFL correspondent, Jack David, joining us once again. We'll see you on the other side of the break. This is the Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing. Welcome back to the Green and White Report on WDBM East Lansing. It's playoff time. Um, and no, I'm not going with the uh, Jim Mora playoffs rant. We, ha- we have that drop in the we? studio. Yeah, we do. It's in the other uh, studio. If we could That will be coming back. back, though. It has to be back. Playoffs. There it is. I did it for yeah, you. So I'm so good. Um, no, he was on a, he's on a commercial. That yes, I was about to bring right that up. Now. He's I on a commercial. So I think it's a I don't, draft game. Maybe. No free ads, though. But um, the only sports yeah, book that gets mentioned on this is Merrifield Sports Sportsbook. You should get Jim Mora for the Merrifield Sportsbook. <laughs> if you want to talk to Jim Mora about being I'll promoting a, a, promoting a, fictitious, a fictitious sports book that gives awful college basketball betting advice, league and see what I disclaimer. Can do. 
It is not a real disclaimer. Sports book. I suck at picking college basketball. <laughs> that too. Don't we all? UConn last night ripped my heart out. Screw you, Kyle Neptune, shooting a half-court shot to backdoor cover. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. They were, they were, the spread was three and a half. Yeah, they were down four, wild. and they chucked up a half-court shot to end it. And he, and hit, he hit it. it. <laughs> That's going to be... Uh, speaking of the Merrifield Sportsbook, before we get into these playoffs, what is the line for our game on uh, Thursday night from the Merrifield Sportsbook? How do you mean? Oh, our IM game. Oh, who do we? Oh. Mean? Or it, we play. Me, I'll get to back to you on that because if, okay. if we play a frat, it's Jover. We're no, not, we're not winning. We do not play um, a frat. Uh, we play a team called Ball Movement. Um, I think it has like six people on it. Oh, we got the depth on him. If AJ even plays, still AJ is not on the roster at the I'm moment. S- I'm still on PTO. You're still on PTO. <laughs> Are you holding out a training camp like Le'Veon? <laughs> yeah, he wants a new deal. Hey. You're not getting an extension, kid. Oh, that was a. You're graduating. This is <laughs> that hurt Jack David. The Le'Veon joke did. That didn't even process that <laughs> yeah, the Steeler. The voices are in my head. I know it's, it's been okay. a tough week. Okay, <laughs> it's been really hard. Yikes. Anyways, I want to talk about him. Tyler Goodson's available if you want him. I don't want him. Okay. Iowa legend, right? I like yes. Tyler Goodson. He just shouldn't be on the field when it matters. Yeah, yeah no, the team we're playing has six uh, people in it, which means they're probably going to be gassed. Considering yeah, we have we, we, we Every play, I'm driving the hoop, and I'm you just have th- we're drawing fouls every you play. You only get five. You just foul them out. <laughs> yeah, foul them out. We're gonna. Yes. All right. So you got a line then? We'll go WDBM. That I am East. I shoot like crap at I am East. <laughs> Killian Hayes' performance incoming. Uh, WDBM minus three. I'm gonna keep. A, okay. It's game one. I'm hoping that, dude. I hope I don't have to be the option one offensively, but. No, JMO's option one. Forever and <laughs> oh, always. Oh goodness! Shout out JMO. <laughs> Yes, yes sir, JMO. But um, anyways, back to the NFL. Let's get into this. Let's start with the Lions. AJ, give it to me. All the emotion from Sunday night. I know the group chat was going off. Give me the emotion from uh, that game. Give it to him, man. It's hard to even put into words, man. Like <clears throat> like I said, it's, it's it truly is difficult for me because this team has been – they've been what they've been for as long as I've been alive. You know what I mean? And so – that's all I, I really know. Like, I feel for the people who have, you know, been on this earth much longer, who, you know, have had to suffer through this even longer than I have. But it just, it, it feels good, man. You know, I think the city of Detroit, you know, really needs this right now. And I just want to say, there are a lot of people, I've talked about it with the Pistons, but, you know, there are a lot of people who, we live in a society now where people, you know, jump off the train when they feel like it and then hop back on when, when times are good. And... I understand that's the trendy thing to do. I understand that's always been the thing in sports. But, you know, Detroit, I think sports fans are known for, you know, their loyalty and um, mm-hmm. and for, you know, sticking things out. And so it feels good, you know, for the city to be rewarded and, you know, just to see this team continue to just evolve because this is a, a really, really good football team, man. But and, I, I can't I can't speak to how much this meant for the state of Michigan. And the city of Detroit is locked in right now. They just yeah. the yeah. Detroit Zoo just gave their lions at the zoo a bunch of Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah. gear to tear apart there this morning. Uh, they're locked in. But yeah, it was I mean electric. And let's talk a little bit about this game today. Lions are six and a half point favorites. They beat Tampa twenty to six earlier in the year. Yeah. What are your guys' expectations for this game today? Besides Matt Merrifield to pick them to lose to Baker I'm Mayfield. scared. AJ, I cannot lie to you. Uh, I'm not feeling too confident going into Why? That. What? Baker Baker has actually been a good quarterback this year. Like We make jokes because it's Baker Mayfield. He's actually right. been a very quality quarterback. He doesn't okay. turn the ball and, over. Yeah. He's had one game this year where he's had more than two turnovers. <laughs> or he's had, he's had two or more turnovers, I should say. Um, I just, I don't know. I've... I, you had the win last week, and people were really scared about the Rams last week. And for I'm, right, I'm more so. worried. I was yeah, more worried so. about the Rams. And, yeah, I, don't, and exactly. I don't think that's right. I Why? think the Buccaneers are good. They have a good offense. They have a lot of so weapons. You're you not but, saying they're not, but like the right. Lions yeah. are. But when I see Lions fans going out and worrying last night about, oh, the Packers need to pull this one out, or the Niners, or this or that. You have to beat the Bucks first. Like I you have to go out and win that football game. Yeah, and but I at feel the like, same time, like, yeah, like, you're going to worry about because your game is second. If the Packers right. won. They would have hosted another playoff. Right. If yeah, the you, Packers if, won that game, but we'll get to that. If, yeah. if you go out and take care of the Buccaneers, which is no guarantee, I don't like that they're six point favorites in this game. I would take the Bucks all day. I love wow. that line. Um, What's the Merrifield Sportsbook line? Is it I Bucks would, minus five? It would be <laughs> Lions. Lions. I would say minus four. Like there's a slight four is such an. Uncomfortable line. It's, it's not very uncomfortable. And that's this game <laughs> is uncomfortable. This game nah, is uncomfortable. Man, no, no. Um and I just 
something about it. I mean, you came off such a high of winning last week. I understand it's the playoffs. They're going to show up ready to play. But at this point Stan in the season, Campbell. it's game <laughs> two. Beating a team a second time in the season is not easy. There's something worries me about this game. Somebody's This weekend, there was going to be an upset, and there hasn't been one yet. And I don't think Chiefs-Bills, whoever wins that game, isn't really enough. I guess it's the Bill or the Chiefs if they go Chiefs on the road. Be an upset, but yes. it's... I don't think the people would be shocked. Like, the Buccaneers making the NFC Championship game would be quite something. The and upset should have been last night. It should have been, but it wasn't. And that's what scares me more now. Um, yeah, so I don't... He's worried about the Lions because of other the, games, right, not the actual Lions game. Man, I don't, don't, I, don't, I just don't trust... I don't trust the Lions. Oh, because I just... I, don't. I can't, I can't I, trust them. It's the Lions. Like, I, it, and the truth of the matter is, I, it's, the it's the Lions. They've I never. Think, I think they we have need yet to, put to prove to me that they can be. It's the Lions narrative. Can you though? I think we need to. I, I think so. They've done something they haven't done in how long? Right. Thirty years. But thirty years. The 30 goal years, for a lot of people this year was win a playoff years, game. Bro. And honestly, I'm a little upset that San Francisco won yesterday because now the goalposts have changed. So even if they lose to San Francisco next week. Oh well, they won the playoff game. They weren't supposed to beat San Francisco. I think this team could beat. San like, Francisco. and I think they can. But, I think they could too. That, but, but if they were yeah. to win this week <laughs> and play Green Bay, you know what, man? They would have to okay. win that game. I'm tired. I'm tired of the negativity. I'm tired. I'm sorry. I want them to win. I'm rooting for Detroit today. I want them to win. I want to see them play in a Super Bowl. No, but I don't, Matt. The only thing is, I'm saying I, I don't feel like you're giving me any legitimate reasons. We're talking about every other game around this game. Like, I don't think the secondary is prepared to stop Godwin and Evans. Godwin and Evans are better than Cup and Nakua. Ooh. Wow. Nah, okay. I don't like that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like their running game more. I, I like the like offensive line. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I like I don't that either. I don't think. Kyron's a much better runner than Rashad White. I like, I like the offensive Rashad's line of Tampa better. much more of a receiver. I don't like LA's maybe. offensive. I don't think Hutchinson or anybody's getting home this afternoon. What? Uh, they have Tristan Wirfs. Who else? I'm terrible at naming offensive linemen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be completely honest with you. I am not good at naming Let's offensive linemen. Bay offensive linemen. Can you name an L.A. Rams offensive lineman? Kevin Dotson used to be on the Steelers. <laughs> he was <laughs> locked and loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. I'm glad you have a Steelers offensive lineman. He was locked and loaded. When was the last time the Steelers had a good offensive line? Is, is Rob Havenstein also still in the Rams? Also, Brian Allen's on the Rams. Shout Great. out Michigan State legend. Anyways. Back when Michigan State actually had a good offensive line, so don't. Uh, don't That's add true. too much. That's true. I don't but know if he starts for them anymore. Brian Allen, I think he's their starting center. Like our NFL, co- shouldn't our NFL correspondent be able to name the Buccaneers' offensive line? Uh, I know Tristan Wirfs for yeah, sure. He's doing, mm-hmm. a, he's doing a hell of a job. <gasps> Luke Decky from uh, Central Michigan. Yeah. Um, Cody Mock Fire just got drafted last year out of North Dakota State. Robert Hainsey. Yeah, he's Aaron locked, Einstein. man. Don't don't call him out. Yeah, come on, come on. <laughs> For real, man. I, I'm about to become NFL you, right, NFL, turn, correspondent. NFL draft you correspondent. You tell he us. Is NFL draft Where, where's, correspondent. Where's uh, Mr. JJ going? What? Where's Mr. JJ McCarthy going? Um, the Colts. I M- think, Mr. Andrew Maxwell. I think he's going to go to the Rams at I Andrew Maxwell. Is such an awful. I believe comp. their pick is no. The, it's the perfect comp. It's I, such an awful. It's comp. the perfect comp. Andrew Maxwell just threw the ball 800 miles an hour. And Watch JJ play quarterback. It. All he does did, is he has did, one Aaron speed. Maxwell you see, you see how we were talking about the Lions national championship in a week. I didn't mean for this to happen, but we can go back. You tell me, Mr. Correspondent, are the Lions winning? Hey, this at least afternoon? the other uh, the other person hasn't come. Uh, yet, I so. think the Lions are going to win. I won't even. <laughs> yeah, you bring him up. During I, did, I don't bring him up. You guys bring him up. Okay, I think the Lions are going to win. I think they're going to cover. Um, I th- this game's not going to. I'm not going to say easy, but um, I think the Lions are going to take care of business, and they're going to really give like San Francisco fans like some worry because. This team is playing, I might say they're playing like the best team in the league. I don't know. I don't think they are. But they, we, we brought this up on the pylon, and I think this is, uh, I think Oscar brought this up about how this team kind of feels like the team of destiny. Oh, come it really, on. Really, it kind of, they, what? it's like, not just mean? the pylon that when, said that. Yes, uh, when, ESPN's Monday Night Countdown. When, when, you, when, when you're going to look back in 10 years on the 2023 2024 NFL, NFL season, what are you going to think of? You're going to think of the Detroit Lions and how they finally won their first playoff game in 30 years. How they win, how they hosted uh, a divisional game. Maybe win, we'll see. Like this is this is the year of the Lions. It truly is, and I don't think it's going to stop today. Don't roll your eyes at it. It is. It it's is. the year of the Lions because the they ended the Indianapolis like, Colts. Like, listen to yourself. They want. I and I'm not. I understand. It's been 32 years, so and you should be proud to win a playoff game, right. but don't act like. Just because the season was a success, this is a Super Bowl caliber football team. I don't want to hear it's they're a team of destiny. 
when they're not. Like this is, I don't. This team is plenty good enough without having the narrative behind it that they're just this team that's just finding a way to win. This team shouldn't be playing as many yeah, close I, games as I they are. They boil, are that good. This they're team just not can't playing be boiled like down it. to a narrative because they're not. But I, they I have that the, special air around them this year. Yeah, they do. That's so, undeniable. Why? Because it's actually relevant for the first time in 30 Correct. years? Yes. yes. That's but, exactly why. Yes. You, see, you got it. You you understand. I have it. It just you sounds dumb. It. Like, oh, look at this. this what uh, do you mean it sounds dumb? Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, I am very happy for the Lions fans because Detroit absolutely deserves this after a, a lot of years of pain. I mean, yeah. so. Yeah. No. I think. It's their time. I expect them to win today i don't I, I do think it'll be somewhat close i don't think it'll be a blowout or anything like that but um i think they win by double digits yeah well i think i think it'll be a commanding victory i'll say that like I, i'm for, for this team I th- so. i'm thinking like 31 21 final right there yeah i think they can win by double digits i mean both these teams defenses are suspect mm-hmm. especially their secondaries yep. um i think they're gonna there's gonna be some points scored in this game yeah quite a few of them it's gonna go i don't know what the total is but it's gonna be a high scoring game and a half. That seems really low to me. Yes. But um, there's going to be points scored in this game. These teams I are going to fly up and down the field. And Amon Ra is going to have a big game. Sam Laporta is going to have a huge game, I think. Uh, I don't think either team's running backs are going to have great games. Probably Both teams not. have really good rush defenses and really bad pass defenses. So in that respect, I think it's going to be a really interesting one. But yeah. I, I do think the Lions take care of business today. And... Any other thoughts on the Lions before we move on to the rest of it? Because I know the Lions is obviously the focus, but we got to get through this, and then we got to get to uh, MSU basketball pregame. Yes. So that's all I have. All I right, let's move into the rest of the divisional round. I'm just going to read off the results, and then we can talk about some of our takeaways. So first off, Wild Card Weekend after the last episode, Green Bay hammered Dallas. Buffalo, I'm sorry, Jack, that's handled fine. Pittsburgh, that's fine. Uh, and Tampa knocked off Philly. Philly just looked like they didn't want to be there. Philly um, is like, they look like one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah, they really they just did really not want bad. to be there. Yeah. And then the divisional round yesterday, Baltimore used a big second half to take down Houston. Um, Houston really didn't do much, though, in that game. Like, the punt return touchdown was their only That's touchdown. It. That play was insane. He just went straight up the middle. Somebody texted me, he went right, or he just decided to pull an HB dive yeah. on the punt return, just really. right through everybody. Mike McDonald, DC of the Ravens, is like, he deserves a head coach job next year because yeah. he is I think he will be a head coach uh, somewhere maybe in Ann Arbor but I don't think he goes back there <laughs> no, but there's a chance it'll probably be Sharon Moore if I had to guess probably it could be it could be Harbaugh though because it there's a very be real chance he doesn't leave yes. he's go- mm. I think he's gone I he's think gone. he's gone too but I there's a there's more of a chance for him he's, to stay than I him thought him and JJ are going like, to be future Falcons mmm I lo- and I love it because it's going to be a disaster. Bill Belichick's Belichick. Gonna be, Belichick's going to be a Falcon. Falcons but. coach. Um, Belichick and ATL? Yeah. I don't think Crazy. Bill Belichick somebody fits said the vibe Kyle, of Somebody said, J- Jim. So somebody I mean, said Kyle Pitts, if Belichick gets the job, is playing his career on Dark Souls difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> so he's, yeah, that's true. That definitely went I right need, over Matt's head. I don't play Dark Souls. <laughs> I doesn't get it. I need Bill Belichick. It's, I get, the hardest, I, I, it's like no, the hardest like, game. I understand what you mean by it. I just don't play Dark Souls. So I, don't. I mean, I don't either, but I Dark Souls is joke. ridiculously hard. There Dark you go. Souls, um, I need Bill, what a name. I need Bill Belichick as the Falcons head coach to come back from a 28-3 to three, uh, deficit. <laughs> I need and win a Super Bowl? Yeah, like that's going to complete like everything. The circle. Time is a flat circle. Yes. Um, Green Bay fell apart late last night. Yeah, they did. Like, I feel bad for that kicker. I don't. But just... I mean, that was brutal. Yeah. And make your um, kicks. He's do your job. He, they said, you're one of those people. Oh, God. Yeah. Kicking easy. It's not easy, but make your kick. You sound like (laughs) just make the shot. Ninja. Just make Make, the shot. Oh, goodness. Just make the shot. Get your shots, kid. Like, um, that's what I'm going to, that's what I'm going to say to you. when you miss, and any miss, and I am. You can start ten for Do ten, it. and, guess and what? if you miss, I'm going to say hey, make your shot. As Dion Waiters once said, I'd rather go zero for six, and <laughs> I'd rather go zero for thirty-two than zero for six, because oh, that means goodness. I lost confidence if I went zero for six. Never stop shooting. Oh man, we're going to be we're going to be down shoot. three in the second half, and Matt's going to pull up from half court. Shooter shoot, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that. Yeah, Matt's going to be a deadly uh, pick and pop, though. You have no idea. Well, no, maybe. <laughs> pick well, and no. Roll hey, combo? I genuinely don't know. You might be the biggest player on our team. I am the biggest player on our team. Yeah. Well, I mean, you and uh, James Rocco. You got to be like a stretch forward. I'm a stretch forward. I'm like you got to play I'm like, like Chris that, Stops uh, is, is J-Mo going to be? Uh, <laughs> wait, did you oh. say if he were actually good? 
I meant like <laughs> no yeah, Kristaps right. slander on, on this Let's show. Let's not do that. Man. I forgot he's a Celtic. He's my an bad. All-star. He's gonna be an all-star. You have to play like that. Uh, Boston new Celtic kid for the. Um, it's supposed to be pronounced the, Celtic for Kentucky. I don't know how to pronounce. His oh, name. The, the Big Z. Yeah, Big Z. Bro, he, he balled out yesterday. I don't know if you saw taking that. Taking over the basketball. He hit like that's five oh, threes. the Kentucky kid. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Yes. That's you. Yeah. I'm. I'm like a mix of him. I'm. Truly, I'm like Boban. Like, let's. <laughs> what? Except for you're six four, and he's seven four. But um, yeah. Ken, I'm, I'm talking about Green. Anders Carlson. And getting to no, <laughs> just getting to this last game though. One, I did not think Brock Purdy was that good last night. No. Um, there's a lot of people that were like Brock Purdy erased every narrative about him not being able to perform in Stupid. big moments. If you only watched the last three minutes of the game, yes, definitely. But. The game was 60 minutes, not fi- not three minutes. He's going to cost them again. He was not good last night. Um, he made plays down the stretch in that final drive. But he didn't make plays the rest of the game. Oh. And that's going to hurt them. Now, they were without Debo Samuel. If Debo Samuel's back next week, very different game. Mm. If Debo Samuel doesn't get hurt in that Green Bay game, very different game. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... Green Bay didn't capitalize in the red zone at all. I mean, they had three drives in the first half, and the red zone got six total points. Mm-hmm. You can't do that against a team like San Francisco on the road. Yes. But the other thing about Brock Purdy is one common thread about games that Brock Purdy has been awful in, rain. True. He can't play in the rain. He hasn't been able to at all. But Who can't play in the rain? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Oh, okay, fair. He hasn't been able to play in the rain. He's been awful in, in the games that it's rained in. But what do you do with Brock Purdy and that San Francisco team for whoever comes out of this Detroit-Tampa Bay game if it's sunny and if Debo's back? I just looked up the weather for San Francisco next Sunday. It is going to be uh, mostly cloudy, no rain. so No chance of rain? No, I, is there a cold front moving in? Uh, honestly. That's bad for us. I mean, we, San Fran, we get, baby. Yeah. We get more snow. Um, yeah, please no. But yeah, so what was the question? What was your <laughs> I was too. Uh, I was too uh, worried. Uh, about I would the like it known. I received this text from um, Nick Burt this morning, friend of the program, friend of the program, who compared Brock Purdy to JJ McCarthy. No, um, so comparable. Yeah. No. Here are his points. I just want to read them out. They both throw the ball like they are angry at it. I don't see it with, with Purdy, um, but J.J. throws the ball like he's angry at the football. Okay, he Nick throws Bert. every football 98 miles an hour, okay, Nick uh, including the National Championship trophy. Okay. Uh, they both make approximately one good throw per game. That's so fair. False. That's they so both false. aren't the best player on their own offense and get carried by their players. That's true. They're both not the best player on their own offense, but also they're, the one throw a game is just false. They're both easily replaceable. False. Fair. Very good. Very no, true. No, no, it depends on where you're at. It depends on what kind of replacement level you want. Like, if you want a mediocre replacement and the team's not going to be as good, you can do that. But, like, you can't just replace them with anybody. And I'm not, like, a huge Brock Purdy guy. I no. think he's overrated with the way that he's talked about. But that doesn't mean that I think that you can just throw any quarterback. I think out of the NFC quarterbacks, I think there are seven quarterbacks that you could put on in Brock Purdy's spot that would have the 49ers in the position they're in right now. There's a lot more than that. Really? Go through them. Uh, I would take Gardner Minshew could do. That's not an Noted NFC quarterback. NFC quarterback, Gardner Minshew. Oh, N- NFC. Noted NFC quarterback, NFC Gardner quarterback. Minshew. None of the NFC South Se- quarterbacks. Fair None of them. Fair enough. Yeah, well, Baker, could about- do, Baker could run that offense. Yes. Baker I don't could think run that Baker offense. would have them in the same spot that yes, Purdy he, has. I would argue he'd have but them in maybe. a better spot. I... Baker's a, as a, a better, as a better spot ar- than the number one seed and the Super Bowl favorite. No, I, I don't know how you can get in a better spot than that. You wouldn't lay an egg against Baltimore like he did in a regular season game. I would take, but you can. T- I'll give you Baker. Go ahead. I would take Sam Darnold can step in and do what no. they do. No. He's literally the backup no. there. Sam Darnold could fill in and do Listen, that job. I, Sam Darnold lost the Rams. I'm not a Brock Purdy guy, but <laughs> Sam Darnold cannot do, cannot yeah. lead. Yeah, no. to where he's going All right. right now. Okay. All right, we got to wrap this up, though, because we got to get to basketball. So we're going to step aside. We didn't even talk Bills Chiefs. So oh. quickly get a pick for Bills Chiefs. Okay. Um, Taylor Swift. That's my pick. I've seen the script, and it's Taylor and Kelsey kissing under confetti, winning Super Bowl. So, yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs. I don't know that they're going to win the Super Bowl, but I am going to go with the Chiefs here because I just – and it worries me that all of us pick the Chiefs, but – No, I, I, my actual pick's the Bills. They're the gonna best exercise quarterback – the best quarterback in football mm-hmm. as an underdog, 
This is I his. Got to take him. This is his first I know, away. I know it's his first game playoff road in game. His fifth year, which is and crazy. it's in Buffalo, and I get that. But well, it's kind of his second, even though it's only technically his first because he played Tampa in Tampa for the Super Bowl. But yeah, um, they lost that game. But I think they win this game. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs to win this game. Uh, and yeah, so we're gonna step aside. Be back in about a minute and a half to talk Michigan State basketball and then wrap things up before the Spartans take on the Maryland Terrapins. Jack David, pleasure as always, and we'll catch you guys on the other side of the break. This is the Green and White Report on WDBM. Welcome back into the WDBM East Lansing studios. I'm Zach Sternick, alongside AJ Evans, Matt Merrifield, and Tim Marshall back joining us once again. So, Michigan State basketball. They enter on a two-game winning streak, two-game road trip coming up to the United Center, or to the Xfinity Center, in Maryland, and then to the Kohl Center in Madison. A lot of centers. Uh, then they come back to the Breslin Center. But they're 11-7, and 3-4 and four in Big Ten play. It feels like they need to, at the very least, split this road trip. They're one-and-a-half point favorite on the road today. Uh, I know road dogs in co- or home dogs in college basketball are always sneaky. But And this is a Maryland team that plays really well at home. They had won 16 straight on their home floor until they lost to Purdue on January 2nd, and they're playing good basketball right now. What do you guys kind of expect from this game? AJ, we can start with you. This Maryland game? Yeah. I think this is a must-win game. I think you got to come out, and you just have to take care of business. But, you know, it's just been difficult. It's difficult to pinpoint exactly what this team needs to do just because when one thing clicks, something else doesn't. Um but, you know, I like what I've seen over these last few weeks. I think it all starts with A.J. Hogard. You know, he's been excellent. I know we're going to get into that a little bit more, but he obviously sets the tone. Tyson Walker, you know, has continued to play at a really high level. Um, I think I'd say the key to this game, and I think the key for the rest of the season, is just the bigs. Controlling the glass on both ends of the floor, not coughing up offensive rebounds because that has been a recurring issue. Um, boxing out, just, you know, being just being competent in the paint. You know? Yeah. And this is a Maryland team that's going to be tough to do that against. <laughs> Julian Reese has been spectacular down low. Yeah. Averaging over 13.5 points and just under 10 rebounds a game. He's got himself eight double-doubles on the season. Yep. And he can really get it done. And then Dante Scott, you never know what you're going to get from him because when he's going, Maryland's really tough. It feels like he's been there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah, needs eight rebounds today, which is double his average, but he's done that before. He needs eight rebounds today to become the fifth Maryland player to ever get 1,500 points and 800 rebounds. Mm. Um, and you know what you're going to get from Julian Reese. And then Jameer Young's been playing out of his mind right now. 26.5 points per game over his last six. Really Their last close. four road games, 30.5 points a game. And you're looking at a guy in Jameer Young averaging 20.8 points per game, 4.2 rebounds, 4.1 assists. It's on the show sheet, so if you've looked, don't try to guess. I'm guessing AJ might have looked based on the look on his face, but had to get this reference in. The last Maryland Terrapin to average 24-4 and four was? Grievous Vasquez. Grievous Vasquez. Shout out Grievous Vasquez. But, uh, hey, he was supposed to be cold. Yeah. that uh, Grievous Vasquez came up on our trip to, uh, where were we headed for that? Or was it Northwestern? Northwestern yeah. yeah, our trip to Northwestern. I'm a Mellow Trimble stand through and through. Yes, that's Mellow my Trimble. Guy. Oh yeah, Mellow Trimble's a good password name too. I was thinking about that yeah. this morning. Uh, shout he out. He should have left. Password. He stayed three years, right? I think he. he yeah, I think he should have left after his sophomore. Yeah, yeah no, his stock was super high. Yeah, there was a point where he's gonna be a lottery pick. He was just a. He was like one of the first free throw merchants in my mind, though. <laughs> like uh, that dude lived at the free throw line. He oh, yeah. got to the line every time he touched the ball. Um, but. No, he was a dog. Jameer Young is playing really, really well, though. And this Maryland team had a really high uh, recruiting class, one of their highest in the last couple of decades. And Kevin Willard's a good coach. I know he was in the Big East and came over to Maryland and just didn't really have a ton of success last year. Michigan State's quietly won four straight in this series against Maryland, which is scary. Um the last year's matchup was here in East Lansing, and MSU scored the first 15 in that game and then was trailing in the second half. Um, I forgot about that. Was and crazy. came back and finished. Uh, Hogard hit some big free throws down the stretch, and then Aikens had Tomahawk uh, backdoor cover slam um, to end the game. But, yeah, that was a huge 
uh, huge game at that point in the season last year. This really feels like it needs to be. Tyson Walker scored in double figures 29 straight games, um, second most in the Izzo era behind Kalen Lucas, Lucas, who uh, needs to have his jersey up in the rafters, but that's beside the point, um, along with 45 and 5. No? Whoa. The argu- mm, I have this argument with my dad all the time about who deserves their number to be retired. My dad thinks they give it out too easily at Michigan State. Who would you say doesn't out of those two? I love Denzel. I don't know if Denzel does. Denzel like, holds a lot of records. Here. I know he does. But, like, in my in my dad's opinion, the only two numbers to be retired are Mateen and Magic. So, just so you got to win a title. That's pretty much a standard. I think Draymond still fits in that category because he went to, what, two Final Fours and one player of the year. Yeah. Um, Denzel also won that. I know he did one player of the year. Yeah. Screw you, Buddy Heald. Um, I hate Buddy Heald. Um, Indiana Pacers legend. But I, Get him out of it. I don't know. Yeah. I think Cash Cash wow. is. I think my, my I think I do because he's the Big Ten all-time assist leader. That I think that's the yeah. biggest one. But I think some people don't use that. They use the oh, 2020 was their year. He would have won a title. I think that whole sentiment is kind of like. I mean, it's, it's it's fun. It's nice and all, but that doesn't change the fact that he didn't win a title and. But he did go to a Final Four the year before. That's besides the point. Um, I just think if you're looking at all-time greats, I think out of those three guys, Kalen Lucas is by far the lowest of the three in terms of should have their number retired. Kalen Lucas did a lot, and I love Kalen Lucas. But like out of those three numbers, I think his is definitely the lowest on that. But I still think Kalen Lucas deserves to be up there um, as well. I mean, you, at the same time, I get what you're I, saying. You don't want to be the New York Yankees where the only yeah. single-digit number you have is zero. But like... Yeah, I, I, the only other point, and this is coming straight from Nick Burt, and I have to agree with him, Denzel Valentine did, did lose to John Thompson III and Kevin Ollie in the same season. That did happen, um, which is completely unacceptable. Um, I mean, I, I'm i not going to hold that against him, though. In terms I'm gonna it hold completely it against doesn't him. matter. It does matter. I, um, I don't think Well, one does, because if they had beaten Kevin Ollie in the Elite Eight, he would have had a second Final Four on his resume, which would probably boost. That wasn't his team, though. Like, I know, that was the year before he team. took That was his sophomore year. Yeah. That's when he was, I was not a Denzel Valentine fan at that time. Because Denzel Valentine is honestly a lot, he was similar to a lot of the stuff I see with A.J. Hogard, where sometimes he'll make a spectacular play, and then other times he'll make a play, and Hogard has done that less this year, but sometimes he'll make a play that is just like, what, what was that pass? And both of those guys did that a ton. Yeah, I mean, and that's what all great passers do. Because it's like they see things other people don't. And when those things don't happen, Correct. it's like, what in the world were you thinking? And that's the thing that I really like that take. Because that was the my argument with Denzel a lot as yeah. well. Because Denzel was that way all the time. I mean, I, I grew up watching Denzel play in Lansing mm-hmm. um, and being kind of a part of this community. But it... It was a time where I really think he was, I mean, he was the player of the year in the country. Mm-hmm. And he's one of the best players to play at Michigan State. I think that that should mean something. The other thing, the other argument that I like more um, than retiring numbers, and Michigan State doesn't do this, so it doesn't matter, but I think this is just teams should do this a little more, is you honor players without the retiring ring, Just the have number. a ring of honor. Yeah, yeah like you smart. put their numbers up or you put whatever up and you can have them in that but you don't retire the number so that nobody can ever wear it again. I think there are certain players, I guess, that you can retire their number, but like, I don't really think you need to. Yeah, Back to t- today's, today's game. Yeah, um, to I'm terrified for this game. The, this the, 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 the spread opened at Michigan State, I think they were minus two yesterday, late afternoon when it opened. Maryland's now a one-point favorite. Like I, I, It seemed low when it opened. I understand it's a road conference game, and winning on the road in the Big Ten is tough. I, I don't know. Um, this just, I mean, Maryland's a good team. They've been playing well at home, like you said, Zach. And Michigan State hasn't won a road game yet this year. I, I believe they haven't won a game away from, uh, or they've won one game. They, they, else, they haven't yeah. won a single game outside the state of Michigan this year. I mean, to be fair, they haven't played that many. Yeah, but there's a couple that they, I mean, at some point you got to win one. You do, and this, so, is, this is a must-win yeah. game in that respect, and I so, agree with like, you. The one in I five, the game's not the Breslin. Though. Like that Illinois game, that, that game in Illinois got right. away from them, but I think to me that proved like, okay, this team can go on the road and win games. And Maryland just won at Illinois last week. They and won in that building. I just want to yeah. see them win this game because Friday night's game against Wisconsin is and, and just yeah. a gauntlet. I don't expect them to win that game. But after that, the schedule gets really, really easy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's only they, the they, only other game after that that I think until March right. that they don't win, that they shouldn't win comfortably 
is Illinois at home. But then he got that at home. It is at home, but they get Terrence Shannon back um, because the judge just ruled in favor of his temporary restraining order. Um, yeah. Anyways, so I think the key to this game and the key to a lot of these games, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna finish this. Malik Hall has to be the key to the game for them because Malik Hall, outside of the Northwestern game, has been dynamite over the last few weeks. He's been really good with the exception of that Northwestern. I'm going to refrain of giving him any positive feedback because when I did that two weeks ago before Northwestern, he crapped the bed um, and went zero for zero for zero. Um, But I would agree he has been playing well. That's as far as I'm going to put it just because if he plays like crap again today, I'm going to be very upset. Um, I think the biggest thing, I think it's just three-point shooting. Just, I mean, when this team is hitting its shots, it's almost impossible to beat. Yeah. But when they're not and I mean I give them credit on Wednesday Thursday when did they play Rutgers was that Thursday night I'm that was uh, or that was, or that was or Sunday, Sunday. Or Sunday. Minnesota, Minnesota. Minnesota the Minnesota game was Thursday Thursday against Minnesota they didn't hit their shots they struggled at the free throw line and they still found a way to win yeah. which that's going to happen at home now on the road they can't get away with that today Um, so if they can find a way to start knocking down the shots again I think they can win this game but it's just going to be a question if they can go on the road and get it done so but today's a good test against a solid Maryland team. I think the start is big too in their road games this year. They've been they found themselves in pretty big holes early. I think they need to come out with some intensity, energy. I know it's a noon game, but on the road, but still you got to be if they bring that energy early, I think that can kind of propel them for the rest of the game. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think you can come out and get hit in the mouth. I I'll, I'll take it a step further, Zach. I'll say I think at this point, I think I expect Hogarth to play well. I expect Tyson to be the same. I think finding another source of offense outside of one of those two guys, whether it be Hall or Aikens, um, I you you need somebody else. That's my agree. thing, and I think you need somebody that's flirting with uh, scoring in double figures, or at least can give you, you know, maybe eight and and five plus rebounds, something like that, in, in solid defense. So if you can get that out of like I said, Aikens or Hall or the both of them, or even one of the bigs for that matter, then you'll be in good shape. Yeah, I I would agree. Uh, Jackson Kohler's return has been slower uh, than I think some people expected. They've really eased him in. He's yeah. uh, struggled a little bit, but he can give them some piece as well. But the big thing is you got to be able to shoot the ball because if you're not shooting the ball from outside well, the big problem is, is that they are not letting... Malik Hall work one-on-one in the post. That's right. what happened at Northwestern. Because, yes, Malik Hall struggled, and he didn't get a rebound or an assist or anything, and that hurt them. But Malik Hall struggled offensively because he was getting doubled on the touch in the post. He took a beating on the block, too. And when you get doubled, or when, when teams have doubled Malik Hall, Michigan State has really struggled. So Michigan State's got to adjust to that because eventually teams are going to figure that out. I'm kind of surprised more teams haven't figured that out yet. But if you look at the games that teams have doubled Malik Hall off the touch on the post or in the post, Michigan State lost more of those games than they've won. Yeah, did, I mean, and it's... He did have four assists, though, against Minnesota. I like that a lot. He to did. To see him yeah. kind of distribute more. It's just tougher for him to... When they're doubling off of the big, because yeah, cause, they're doubling off of Cooper Sissoko. Right. And so Cooper and Sissoko can try and back cut, but if you back cut, you got to throw that pass through the double team. And if you don't, then you're looking at those guys aren't threats on the perimeter, so then you're just getting it out anyways. Well, also, too, I don't – you can tell me what you think, but I don't even think there are many options for back cuts because both of those guys are occupying the blocks. And that's – I will say this, and I think they've gotten a lot better with it, but the spacing has been pretty solid this season. When you think yeah. about how often Malik plays inside the paint and Cooper and Sissoko with those guys playing exclusively in the post. Um, you just got to put somebody in the dunker spot if you're going to do that. You, you gotta do, leave them in do, the back door. I think door. even even when they do have someone in the dunker spot, like Sissoko's been in the dunker spot, and and yeah, he's just got to catch. The ball. You know, yeah. same thing with Cooper. Cooper's been in the dunker spot, and he goes up sometimes, and the ball doesn't come with him. Like yeah, so, they they have to catch the ball. Which I mean, I know you guys, a lot of you were at that game against Rutgers. So you guys didn't hear Izzo's halftime interview, but um, I was watching from Florida, and he literally came on and said, "We got to hit some shots, and I'm gonna go see if my centers can catch the ball." And that was his halftime interview. Yeah. And it was just hilarious, but accurate. Yeah. I was like, they need to catch the ball and they know that. Yeah, if one more ball slips through the hands of Carson Cooper underneath the basket, I'm gonna lose it. But everything oh, else yeah. they do, I mean, 
They've been better. I everybody hates on Madi, and I get it. And we don't have Joe Dez here to, you know, end his career, to end Madi's career when he. Yeah, just what said, is that about? I don't remember what that was about. Uh, he must have said no to coming on the Joe Dez Hour or something like that. But <laughs> I was just like, I watch and Madi plays so hard. He just has the hand-eye coordination of a baby deer. Bro. He does. And the, and the nice, like, I, but I love the way Madi plays. He plays hard. He's, he's not rebounding the ball better. He too. rebounds the ball better. He's always diving on the floor. It's what you want. He's been he making just, his free throws. He has been making his free throws. He just, the ball, when it enters his hands, yeah. it's like he's rubbing his hands with butter before every game. <laughs> I, I don't know how to describe That's the only issue he has. True. I mean, yes, he could work on his offensive game a hundred times. That's just not the player he is. And we're in year four of Madi Sissoko. This is the Madi Sissoko experience, I guess. Um, but just catch the damn ball. Just hold on to the basketball. Is that going to be your new hat? You're trained to train catch the, the damn ball. Yes, catch the, the damn ball. ball. Catch the damn ball. But, but yeah, so. that's it. Yeah. I, I'm not here for the Madi slander. He does. He he okay. plays no, hard. Good. Like and he's a good rebounder. They need so those right. rebounds too. All right, quick picks. AJ, go ahead. Pick for today on the game. Oh, MSU. Same. Yeah. MSU low scoring game. I think mm. first one to sixty wins. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go gross Michigan State in a close one. I don't feel great about it. I'm gonna take Michigan State, but I don't think it's gonna be as low scoring as you guys think. I think these teams are gonna score. Um, I'm gonna take. Like Michigan State, like 78 70. I'm going to say Tyson Walker goes for 27. Okay. Ew. I thought you were going to say 30, and I was like, Michigan State is yet to win when Tyson Walker scored 30. Yeah. Tyson time is a very is a intricate balance on what Michigan State has to do with Tyson Walker. I think they're going to try and get him more shots early, though, because he did not get many shots until the last four minutes against Minnesota. So he wasn't in double figures to like the seven minute mark of the second half. Yeah. And then he scored 12 in the final. He had uh, he wasn't in double figures until like four minutes to go, because he had merchant. um because he had twelve of the final fourteen points of the game yeah, and so that was a big deal. So we're gonna see what happens. Um, shout out everybody for coming on today. Shout out everybody for listening. I am basketball game Thursday. I am East. You yeah. uh, if you're in East Lansing, come check I am us East out. Court one, court one or gym one, court A, right. I don't Whatever it is, something like that. <laughs> yes, Jim yes. won court A. We will be there. Uh, I will be on the court. Tim Marshall will be. Matt Merrifield will be. AJ maybe will be. He's questionable. I'm on um, PTO, man. Okay, AJ has been downgraded to doubtful. Um, Holding out like Harden. And we've got some other guys on that roster. What? You can get fat like him, don't too. Don't disrespect Harden. <laughs> I'm going to disrespect Harden. But anyways, that'll do it for us here. We're going to step aside for a few minutes. Be back in just a little bit with tip-off and lineups right around the corner here on WDBM East Lansing.